Hello everyone, welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum, where you will hear about car news, car culture, and car talks. Here's your host, Cody Wagner. Hello everyone, we're back with the podcast. It is the 27th of August. I know, I, I really can't believe it either. It's already near the end of the month. I'm just, again, baffled. Just baffled. Anywho, Batmobile Toyota Camry is somehow allowed on public roads, and of course you'll be able to see this on my blog. Not that you'll want to, because you will get severely sick at how terrible this looks. I mean, on one hand it's cool that someone went this far, but the problem is that they went completely overboard. 100% overboard. Volvo could absolutely nail a tiny electric city car, says Car Scoops. And honestly, with their design language, I think from a design perspective, yeah. Light truck sales surpass cars in California. Bang & Olufsen system brings unique acoustic character to the new Audi A8. Elon Musk reveals the SpaceX space suit, which looks honestly a lot cooler than the NASA ones. Even though the NASA ones are, uh, when I say exposed, they expose more of their wires and modules and that sort of thing. Whereas the SpaceX one is a bit more sci-fi, where it's a bit, it's a bit smoother, it's a bit cleaner. S. Martin reports record profits in the first half of 2017. Third-gen Seat Leon is the best-selling Leon ever. Michael Andretti throws his support behind electric rallycross. GM CEO Mary, Mary Barra elected to Disney board. Bentley Design Director says there will always be demand for luxury cars. Good news and bad news. Used car, used car prices in the U.S. are rapidly falling. And though, while that's true, I wouldn't be surprised if the quality of said cars are falling as well. Tesla scores a small victory in Michigan sales bid. I didn't know they bid. Wow. What they, what they bid on? Bitcoin? <laughs> yeah, I know. Bad joke. Bosch creates its own synthetic carbon neutral fuel. And... Not to throw shade at Bosch, but considering they helped Volkswagen with Dieselgate with creating the electronic system for it, I'd be a little... Let's just say a third party needs to look at this fuel and see what's what. Carlex and Auto Container team up for Mercedes Sprinter luxury van project. Toyota Orion discontinued in Australia and will be replaced by the new Camry. New Cadillac XT5 mild hybrid launched in China for $72,000, I think. Someone is asking $9.4 million for a brand new Lamborghini Veneno, and that's about $6 million more than the car's worth. Yes, I know $3 million is still a lot for a Veneno, but that's right around what it went for anyway. I think it was like $2.8 million when it came out, so yeah. Audi RS4 event and R8 V10 GT could debut in Frankfurt. Acura TLX L debuts in China with a longer wheelbase. Haggerty's new drive share lets users rent classic and exotic vehicles, which is pretty cool. Former Volkswagen engineer sentenced to 40 months in prison for his role in Dieselgate scandal. Volkswagen California XXL concept is a big camper van for globetrotters, which is not a fan of the rear end, but the concept's kind of cool. And let's get on to the good news and bad news of used cars. With new car sales on the rise in the past seven years, the secondary market is now experiencing rapid depreciation rates. Auto News reports that while your almost new car might not be quite that old yet, odds are its value has dropped drastically compared to what it cost before you drove it out at the dealership. In fact, according to data from auto analytics company BlackBook, the average used car lost 17% of its value in the past 12 months alone, dropping from 18400 to 15300 It's this type of depreciation that has been increasing rapidly. 
Today, the average used car depreciates nearly twice as fast as it did back in 2014, when the annual rate was 9.5% instead of 17%. We've got ourselves in an oversupply situation, said Jim Hallett, CEO of Car Auction Services. Nobody is interested in stockpiling inventory right now. In other words, if you're trying to sell a used car, don't expect to get a good deal on it. Also worth noting is the fact that some segments are dropping in value more rapidly than others. For example, some compact models such as the Honda Fit and large sedans like the Chevrolet Impala are depreciation even are depreciating even faster than average. On the other hand, large SUVs, vans, and payouts are holding onto their value better, with imports dropping more quickly than domestic models. Hmm. I say, hmm, because my mom always used to tell me that Hondas would actually appreciate in value when you drop them, when you drive them off the lot, and yeah, that's not true. Not true at all. I checked Craigslist. They might have at some at one point, but they don't continue to appreciate in value. I think the only the only Honda these days that appreciates in value are those unicorn tuner imports like the Honda NSX and Civic Type R's. The, the proper ones, not the one that we got, or the ones that we do get. So, yeah, for my long and extensive <laughs> Craigslist research, the only cars that could ever possibly appreciate in value are those rarefied unicorns that are really hard to find anyway. So, you know, I mean, outside of the 90s Honda, Honda Accord being the most stolen vehicle in America, it doesn't really hold us. I mean, you can get one dirt cheap for two grand. You can get a Neon for 900, maybe two grand, and it, it'd be a good one. But yeah, um, not to say that Hondas don't hold their value, but these days they're definitely not appreciating in value. The main issue remains, remains supply. After seven consecutive years of increasing U.S. sales, the roads are now overpopulated with cars, with a good percentage of them coming with a lease. This led to a rising tide of cars hitting the secondary market with their three-year contract ran out. If we have an overpopulation of cars, we need more people doing chump car challenges. Or, uh, what is it? Not chump. Well, chump car, or what's the other one? What's the other one? I, 24 Hours of Lemons. That's what it was. If, if we have chump car and 24 Hours of Lemons, why don't people buy those broken heaps of junk and race them? Why don't we make 24 Hours of Lemons a national just a tv sport we need to bring chump car challenge and 24 hours of lemons to the television we need to do that you take the old cars no one's buying put them on a track and then after those cars are broken repurpose those cars into giant three feet three foot statues with i don't know something else with them why don't we do that that way cars are still getting repurposed and we're still using them. And that, that, and we need to have teams. We need to have teams in 24 hours of lemons. If we could have like two cars and four drivers on a team, have that set up. I need to write the rule book for this. I need to write the rule book and send it to the FIA and say, hey, FIA, do this now. You'd be giving a service to the world because we have less broken cars on our roads meaning we'd have more cars that are in quotations roadworthy on our roads meaning maybe a slightly less overpopulated country and when i say overpopulated country i mean in cars why don't we do that i'm gonna write the rule book tomorrow i'm gonna do that that'd be awesome i mean i know chump car and 24 hours lovers already has a rule book but you know, for TV and teams, if they don't have that, we need to do that. We need to do that. What if we had rally races with just ter What if we had off-road rallies with terrible car, with used car? 
I thought up a whole league of motorsport. We need that right now. We and you know what? You know what? Teams would get teams would get points for improvise. Well, teams may get points for improvising fixes on a car if they can't get the part. And I and I don't mean fabricating new parts. I mean really improvising new parts. That'd be brilliant. I'd watch that every week. I need to start a petition. <laughs> We need a petition for that, for that Max. Well, I'm sorry, I, I was kind of tired before, so I'm now, we need that, we need a game. We need it. Car Mechanic Simulator 2019. Have chump car challenge races from cars that you find in the, oh my gosh. Add in the multiple, I have just had a revelation. This is brilliant. This is, get ready guys, next 20 years, motorsport is going to change. Oh yes. Oh yes. Anyway, guys, hope you enjoyed me losing my mind for the second time today. I will see you all after a word from our sponsors. Are you uninsured or underinsured? Can't afford the high premiums of health insurance? Would you like to save money on your out-of-pocket cost for dental and medical bills? If you answered yes to any of these questions, request more information at http colon slash slash www.ownyourhealthcare.com slash alternative dash healthcare dash solutions or call Dr. Taffy at 303-576-0670. Our plans are available in 42 states. Hello everyone. Sorry. I didn't actually finish the article because I was having, I was having such a, just a brainwave, just an explosion of ideas. Let's see, where was I? After seven consecutive years of increasing U.S. sales, the roads are now overpopulated with cars, with a good percentage of them coming with a lease. This led to a rising tide of cars hitting the secondary market with their three-year contract ran out. Of course, there's a plus side to all of this, namely America being in the midst of a buyer's market for second-hand vehicles. According to CarGurus.com, the average three-year-old car was selling at 26% off its original sticker price in 2012, whereas now it's currently at a 34% discount. That is some incredible savings. 2018, Porsche Cayenne surfaces early with an evolutionary design. And you know what? I take back what I said, if I ever said that this was going to be the worst-looking Cayenne ever. It actually doesn't look that bad to me. Of course, I haven't seen what it's going to look like in reality, so we'll see if it holds up. Declining diesel demand leaves German dealers with 5 billion in unsold vehicles. Chevrolet Equinox gains the RS badge in China. Mercedes E350 E Fev burns to the ground during testing. <coughs> German engineering. <laughs> Tesla's electric semi to have 200 to 300 mile range. Probably not nearly enough for what a semi should have. But then again, I don't know what typical semis have. One off alloy bodied Ferrari Daytona discovered in Japan after 40 years. I love barn finds. I want to do barn finds and I want to find a barn find. And that one just makes me want to do one even more. Study says over half of people don't want to ride in an autonomous car and I completely understand why. 2018 Alfa Romeo Giulia Quadrifoglio rises in price by $1,500. Skoda's EVs will not be part of a sub-brand, executive says. IIHS says lane departure warning prevents 85,000 crashes annually, made even worse by the fact that 85,000 people need to have this to stop, 
to stop causing crashes. Millennials playing a key role in America's SUV boom right now. Toyota representative allegedly confirms a new Supra will have a manual option. If it doesn't, well, he lied to us, and we can burn him at the... No. <laughs> what we can do is rage on Twitter and hope that we'll get a Toyota Supra R, like what Porsche did with the 911. Skoda reveals HP and range goals for EVs. Holding to retire Commodore SS name after October. FCA reportedly talking to Volkswagen about an Amarok and Caddy partnership for their, you know, Amarok pickup truck and Caddy van. Lamborghini reportedly developing 1,000 horsepower Ventador successor and a Huracan Safari. Basically, like a Huracan Raptor, but supposedly less, uh, not as extreme. Although, frankly, having that, doing that at all is extreme. FCA wants to keep Jeep, however, might spin off Alfa Romeo and Maserati. Mm, maybe. Volkswagen T-Rock hits the streets of Germany following its big debut. Audi reportedly made thousands of vehicles with the same VIN, which is terrible. Because if you go to get your car fixed, like, okay, well, what's your VIN number? And you're like, so do you own 300 cars? 50 of them are the same model as yours? Not with options or anything, but, you know, like an A4. Point being, that creates a problem. Ferrari will build one additional LaFerrari Aperta for charity. Honda UK increases NSX allocation by 50 cars. Sadly, the new Volkswagen T-Roc won't be coming to the US of A. Tesla Model 3 could have the lowest depreciation in its class because it's a Tesla. Why wouldn't it? Calgary Airport turns handicapped parking spots into Lexus-only parking. 2017 Dodge Charger and Challenger HCAT recalled over oil loss. Latest Need for Speed Payback trailer shows how nimble all-new M5 is, even though it's a game, and of course it's going to be more, more nimble than what the actual car is. Good grief. Still, though, I can't wait to see what Need for Speed Payback is like. I haven't, I haven't actually been watching a lot of videos on the Crew 2, Forza 7, or Need for Speed Payback. I really need to catch up. Plus, a Model 3 arrow wheel set to improve range by 10%, but they look uncanny. Although, to be fair, that's subjective. That statement is, anyway. Let's get on to the HCAT recall. The National Highway Tractor Safety Administration, or the NHTSA, has issued a recall notice for 2017 Dodge Challenger SRT HCAT and Charger SRT HCAT models between, sorry, models built for the 2017 model year. According to the agency, 1,207 HCATs built between February 6th and May 30th, 2017, may have been fitted with weak, with weak rubber hose materials used for the engine oil, oil cooler lines. It has been discovered that the rubber used is not set up to FCA specifications it could break, resulting in a rapid loss of engine oil. Not good. It is specifically said that if the hose breaks, oil could be sprayed across the windshield, the engine could seize, and there, and there would be a high risk of fire. FCA hadn't reported any incidents involving oil lines as of July 28th, but as a precaution, we'll replace the lines free of charge. Customers will be notified from September. Wouldn't be the first time a car is caught on fire. Lamborghini, Ferrari, Porsche, Aston, Zenvo, many other cars aside. There were even a few domestic. Well, there was a few fairly regular cars as well that were at risk of fire, and I probably covered it on the podcast a little while ago. 2017 Isuzu D-Max Arctic Trucks AT35 is one mean truck. It's like the Raptor for Europe. Upcoming Volvo XC40 SUV2 feature a clutter-free interior. Sounds interesting. China's Sherry Redding, new brand with Europe in mind. Skoda updates Division E concept for Frankfurt. 2018 Mercedes CLS enters final development phase, drops camo almost completely. Now they're looking into boosting EV range using solar roofs, which is, hey, not a bad idea. What's a better idea is using the sun's rays 
to power all the electronics in the cars. BMW brings production teeth for Prototype 2, the Nurburgring, and speaking of the Nurburgring, the Viper Ring King event that has been going on. They sent it. They set a new time recently of 7:03.23, a little bit faster than when they went. But don't worry, they've got one more go, one more go before they have to leave the ring at, on the 3rd of September. Bit of a shame, but let's pray that they can get the right weather they need, allow the tires to last. Because they're, it was actually too hot this time, so they were overheating the tires. But good weather, good tires, and let's get that sub, that sub seven minute time. 2019 Suzuki Jimny looks, sorry, well yeah, looks oh so familiar, and I quite like it. Kind of cute, kind of like the Renegade, and of course you'll be able to see it on my blog. Apple developing its own autonomous shuttle service, because why not? Aerial previews its 1,180 horsepower electric supercar. I cannot wait to see how that's going to turn out. New Volkswagen Touareg to be unveiled later this year. Amazon seeking temporary replacement for Jeremy Clarkson on the Grand Tour. Oh, and before I forget, customers will be notified about the HCAT recall from September, which is very, very soon. And of course, they'll also replace the lines free of charge. Maserati Ghibli facelift reveals new name and autonomous driving tech. Although they say new name, but a commenter pointed out that the names sounded a lot like the trim levels. So maybe it has a new name, maybe it doesn't. I'll have to go look on the FCA media site and see what they say. Also look on the FCA media site, nothing yet. UK car makers could be hit with steep tariffs after Brexit as cars might not be British enough. All electric Audi e-tron Quattro SUV charges up the ring. Harvard's new self-healing rubber could revolutionize tires and to a slightly lesser degree could potentially revolutionize track days. Volkswagen's T-Rock looks to rock the compact crossover market, even though I just spoke about it in the last part. Audi launches new model naming structure worldwide and it's highly like BMW's isn't bad enough though. One off Lamborghini Concept S sells for just 1.32 million or about 8 million less than that Venino we saw. Hmm. Lamborghini's new smartphone will set you back $2,450 apparently. But that's still a lot. Still a, a, a very big lot. German Environment Minister ditches Model S over range anxiety. Very serious, uh, very serious issue. Audi patents tech that calculates a hybrid's most efficient route. Insignia GSI and Grandland XR Opel's Frankfurt Stars. Mercedes-Benz V-Class gets Rise, whatever that means, and limited edition versions. Formula One could adopt a driverless safety car. Yes, because the one that's currently being driven by people who drive them are doing a terrible job. I mean, the safety cars make a mistake every now and then, but seriously? You can't you can't honestly say a driverless safety car wouldn't make any mistakes. Ferrari Porto Fino is a 590 horsepower replacement to the California T, one that none of us had expected. Not not what I I saw this like a day ago, and I was like, what the mess? Where did this come from? So, yeah, that's a big, big surprise. If that doesn't go to Frankfurt, I'll be flabbergasted. Oh, you know what? You know what's funny in the URL for this? It says, Ferrari Portofino is 584 horsepower replacement rather than the 590 listed on the title of the article. Hmm. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Anyway, guys, hope you enjoyed this. And I'll see you all after a word from our sponsors. 
I have a special announcement to make. You can now go on Amazon.com, type in the search bar, Cody's Car Conundrum, and now you can find all of my new merch. And you can even buy a t-shirt that says, I listen to Cody's Car Conundrum. Yeah, telling people that you listen to such an awesome podcaster like me. That's not any kind of self-promotion at all. <laughs> but yes, all you have to do is go to Amazon.com, type in Cody's Car Conundrum, and then buy the shirts you want. Hello, we are back for the final round. Volkswagen Scirocco to become a 300-horsepower electric coupe. Wonder how that's going to go down with some. First, U.S. McLaren F1 fetches a staggering, just obscene, 15.62 million. More than that Venino. And this car actually deserves that price. Well, I say deserves it. It's actually worthy of having a price, you know, that's that insane. Former General Electric CEO could lead Uber. Ariel is reportedly working on, oh wait, well they are working on it, so whatever. Chevrolet Blazer set to return next year, could be based on the GMC Acadia. Hyundai Santa Cruz concept gets the green lights that have a replacement due in 2019. Lamborghini highlights his lineup at Pebble Beach. Alfa Romeo Julia Quadrifoglio costs a crazy $1.5,000 a month to lease. Although to be fair, I don't think that that's all that bad. I mean, it's a lot of money, yes. But if that means less rich morons or less morons can lease a, a quadrifoglio and crash it, I'm okay with that. Sony reveals limited edition Gran Turismo Sport-themed PS4 console. Cadillac Paints Limited CTSV in special like way to celebrate 115 years, and guess what? They're only going to make 115 CTSVs in that gray. Ford launches scrappage scheme for pre-2010 vehicles, but only in the UK. Ford signs with Mao and Zatyi, I think, auto to produce EVs in China. Nissan not done, teasing all new Leaf. Skoda, low-cost car for emerging markets reportedly coming by 2020. Mercedes-AMG's four-door GT4 loses all-body cladding. 2019 Jeep Wrangler pickup truck to be named Scrambler, apparently. Three-liter V6 diesel, diesel has been sort of confirmed. BMW takes MA convertible prototype out for a spin. 2018 Volkswagen Take One R sounds like it has a five-cylinder engine. FCA denies reports about the about the Great Wall will buy about you know Great Wall wanting to buy Jeep. Early Uber investor wants company to merge with Tesla. That'd be interesting. Facelifted Lexus NX and CT going to Frankfurt for their European debut. Sorry, Premier. Jaguar's Project 8 was good practice for JLR's SVO division. DMC shows off carbon fiber package for Bentley Bentayga Gigante, I think. Mitsubishi Ecl Eclipse Cross glistens under total solar eclipse. Eh, glisten might be the wrong word. Two-tone Lucid Air takes a bow at Monterey. Volkswagen isn't in a rush to sell off brands. Skoda to take the lead on emerging market car. Toyota to team up with dealerships and distributors to launch a car sharing service. Honda unveils a new neuroscience concept in Los Angeles. Wow, just <laughs> people who watch F1 will get that joke. Nissan introduces midnight editions of the Frontier Titan and Titan XD, which yay, it's like the blacktop packages from Dodge. Oh, right, forgot. New BMW M5's been been revealed. Yeah. Boom! Which means everyone can go drifting! Yo, bro, tomorrow. <laughs> Hold on, I can get this, I can get this. Yo, bro, tomorrow's a snow day! 
Those who watch regular car reviews will get that reference and will be laughing their pants off right now. That. <laughs> oh man, I love that video. I love that intro so much. Mercedes bringing AMG Project One Concept, EQ Concept, and Fuel Cell GLC SUV to Frankfurt. That sounds interesting. Oh, and by the way, it has all-wheel drive at 600 horsepower, the new BMW M5 does. First, Coexec Regera, fitted with new aero pack debuts in Monterey, and man, it looks good. Mercedes-Benz Sprint to travel 65 turns, oh, travel 65 turns 10, and gets 10-year limited edition. Audi Q8 luxury crossover caught chilling in Marbella, wherever that is. 2018 Volkswagen Golf Sports Van gets sharpened design and new technology. Sparko seats, bro. Sparko seats, bro. Yo, bro, you know I was a touring car champion? I should have been a touring car champion. In a past life, I would have been a touring car champion. <laughs> if you guys didn't know, I actually like regular car reviews. Big fan. Just absolutely hilarious. Fisker Emotion 2 debut at CES 2018. <laughs> Transparent pillars could be Toyota's latest innovation, even though Jaguar had already done that last year. Or or so I thought. Am I wrong? I thought they... No, no, no. Not last year. In 2015. I thought they did that two years ago. Am I wrong? It was on the news. I thought they did that already. 2018 Porsche Cayenne tested to the extreme. Porsche's on the HP Bar Barquetta is Horatio's latest toy. And man, that looks awesome. Just absolutely awesome. Pagani. Absolute artist. Aston Martin DBR1 sells for record 25.5 million in Monterey. Volkswagen confirms ID buzz for production in 2022. And we have caught up to last week. Thank you all for watching. I will see you all next week. If, <laughs> if I'll still be able to think then. Later. You have just listened to Cody's Car Conundrum. Be sure to join us every Sunday. You can subscribe to Cody's YouTube channel at www.youtube.com slash c slash viper for life acr be sure to get cody's books on amazon at www.amazon.com slash cody dash wagner slash e slash capital b zero one nine capital k capital x seven two capital z eight if you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Be sure to follow Cody here so you don't miss any episodes. Bye, until next time.